Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, the middle of the week. It is May 12th. I want to thank you for joining us today as we get ready to talk to Dave. Today's Inflation Day. We're going to talk about uh, CPI, um, and which will give us an indication of inflation. That's a big deal. Um, and I think that's what's putting some pressure on the stock market. Dave and I will talk about that more um, as he gets ready to join us here next. It's 8.39 now, 21 before 9. Let's check and see what's going on with your money. And moving up, see downsy this morning, all of some economic reports. Let's check in with Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler, who's on the line this morning. So, Philip, did you have to uh, gas up your car yesterday? Uh, no, I actually was uh, fortunate. I, I gassed up on uh, Saturday, so I've uh, been doing well so far. That means you may have to gas up again while they got paper bags over the pump handles, right? <laughs> uh, it's a possibility. Yeah, I was on fumes yesterday morning and had a couple of calls I needed to make. So about, oh, 10 o'clock, I dropped by the gas station down the road from us. And uh, after <laughs> having difficulty finding a pump with a swiper that would work, I was able to uh, get my car gassed up. And then all heck broke loose. And everywhere I drove by in the afternoon, it looked like uh, gas lines from the 70s as everybody started panic buying. And just to put it on the record for everybody, there were tanker trucks in town at 8 p.m. last night restocking up the gas station. So most places are okay. So for crying out loud, people, it's not a hurricane. It's not 1974 all over again. And we get our junk in off of tankers in Tampa. We don't get it off the Colonial Pipeline. So calm the heck down. Is that direct enough? Hey, I, I think you're right. I mean, that's uh, it's definitely, um, you know, pandemonium based on nothing other than a rumor mill from from the people up in probably North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina. I mean, those people are affected. But you're like you said, our, our fuel comes from Tampa, folks. It's uh, you can get a truck here and, you know, in two hours. <laughs> My daughter had a cute Facebook post this morning. She said, maybe we ought to start a rumor there was a job shortage. <laughs> yeah, there is one, and we still can't get people out of work. <laughs> I hear you. Anyway, talking about what we're supposed to be talking about this morning, and that's the economy and the markets and whatnot, I had a little bit of shock value going on because we got the consumer inflation numbers in out of the federal government this morning. Month-to-month uh, -month CPI was expected to be up by two-tenths of a percent from last month, which we all kind of said, ah, yeah, right, yesterday, up eight-tenths of a percent. Uh, four times what they expected. And the thing that really kind of hits you where it hurts, the year-over-year -year inflation number for consumer prices, 4.2%. That's the highest it's been in like 13 years. That kind of made a few traders sit up and take notice about 8.30, didn't it? It really did, Dave. And um, and, I, and I think we're, we're off of those extreme lows but still, we are moving, um, you know, we're still in the red. It's, it's, I mean, this was not what anybody had minded. Even with the Federal Reserve doing their level best over the uh, weekend to prep us for this, uh, over 60 minutes on Sunday night, one of the haunches from the Fed was saying, you know, okay, fine, a lot of averages, a lot of months are going out of the averages right now because the beginning of the pandemic month was uh, April of last year, so now we're doing May through April and a lot of those artificial price drops 
suddenly go out of the average. So we expect an increase in inflation. I'm sorry. Anybody that's been grocery shopping recently will tell you the prices have been going up, doggone it. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I just feel like you can't walk out of the out of the grocery store hardly for for less than a hundred bucks every time you go in there. Yeah, and I'm shopping for just myself and I have trouble getting off for under other other numbers that matter core CPI that gets rid of silly little electives like gas and groceries. It was up by even more last month, three times what the market expected, up nine tenths of a percent. The core inflation rate for the year now for a 12 month average is up to three percent. And uh, I was watching things right after the announcement came out and losses on all three of the major exchanges like doubled within 60 seconds. You're telling me that uh, folks kind of sat back, got sober and uh, changed their mind a little bit anyway, right? Well, they have because the, the, the Dow had been down as much as 200 points and and we've made some of that back still right now it's down 140. So, um you know, it's going to be a red day for the third straight day in a row. And, and Dave, I got to tell you, I'm not sure where this bottom is going to bottom out before it starts to come back around. And uh, yeah, and we need to always throw this out whenever we go through consecutive losing days. Five uh, percent corrections and it isn't even technically called a correction. Five percent corrections in the market generally happen two, three, sometimes four times a year. So the word don't panic does come to mind. Right now it's being triggered by economic concerns, but there's a time in which shifts and holdings just is a wise investment decision for the guys to throw billions of dollars around on a second thought. Oh, that's true, Dave. I mean, I'm looking here now at, at where we're at, and it's um, – you know, if I look at the seven days, the Dow is still slightly, slightly in the uh, in the green as of yesterday's close. Obviously, they'll be out of the green based on what I'm seeing right now. But but the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 over the last seven days are actually in the red. Slightly, yeah, I mean, not, not a big deal. I mean, so. And a little bit of, as I said, a little bit of a change and those little 5% hiccups happen so often during the year. You know, let's not panic until we get an idea that we got something serious going on. But you and I have been saying for a long time that the multiples are up there. And what happens during earnings season is going to make a big difference as far as being able to maintain those multiples. And if they don't, well, we're going to end up with one of those corrections that will make a few people go, ouch. Well, that's true. And how, how drastic that uh, correction is will depend upon earnings and some of these macro events like we're seeing now with inflation coming in. Um, you know, traders have to take all that into consideration as they start to figure out what a company's really worth. Absolutely. So we've got a surprise, not to the good side on the inflation front, as much as we were warned we didn't take it. We are in the middle of earnings season, and uh, that means we're going to move the market with some real numbers as well. Is anything interesting going on this morning before the market opens? You know, I got a few things for you today. I got a fast food restaurant, Wendy's reported. Um, they had better than expected top and bottom line numbers, so that was good. Um, their same store sales were better than expected too. So those things are always doing good. And then Wendy's went out even further and did a couple other things. They raised their full year guidance. They boosted their dividend and they increased their repurchase plan for stock. So, uh, you know, they are, that's kind of the triple crown there. And they are up 4.6% this morning before we get going. Cool. 
Uh, they probably gave their social media people a raise, too, because they're famous for their social media defending the brand as well. Put it all together, and they've got, a, they've got an act going. They, they really do. And they, the, obviously, the stock price is reflecting that today. And then we go to uh, kind of the gaming industry with Electronic Arts reported. Um, they beat also uh, by, oh, about 18 cents a share. Uh, came in at $1.23. Revenue was above forecast as well. They gave an upbeat annual forecast uh, for earnings and um, and expect that uh, this momentum will continue even as the p- pandemic starts to slow down a little bit. So um, they were uh, off to a pretty good start this morning, up one and three quarter percent before we get going. EA, I think, is going to be the survivor out of the shakeout as we go to online gaming instead of those silly boxes with their cartridges on them. They have the Madden sports franchise and a whole bunch of the big ones. Good to see them surviving and continuing. Yeah, we really do. And then I have a, a an unknown name for most of us. It's called QuantumScape. They're a battery manufacturer and they've got a contract with Volkswagen. So, uh, so, so they're looking to do well there, but they lost 20 cents a share they were expected to lose seven cents a share, so much worse than expected. Uh, they had zero revenue, which is what was anticipated. No, no revenue. That's that's what everybody expected for the quarter. Um, uh, but uh, the the loss being bigger uh, was a big deal. Volkswagen they did deliver some batteries to Volkswagen for testing uh, in their vehicles. Uh, they're trading down almost four percent this morning. Ouch. How do you have zero revenue and still be a publicly traded stock? Well, you know, you got venture capitalists, you got people throwing money at them to uh, get things going. I suppose that kind of hits me that, you know, generally they wait until they're an ongoing concern before they issue public stock. That kind of caught me between the ears there for a second. Yeah, I, I guess they uh, they needed a little help from the outside and and got it. Evidently. Got time for a couple more. Anything else of interest that's popped in so far? You know, there's not really a lot of there's a lot of upgrades and downgrades here. I do have one from a company called Lemonade, um, and and they don't make lemonade, Dave. Just to set the record straight, <laughs> they are an online insurance company. They only sell insurance, auto insurance online, um, and they had uh, lighter than expected earnings and lighter than expected income, I mean, uh, gross revenue too. So uh, they, uh, they were uh, getting hit this morning down. Uh, let's see, where'd it go? I lost it here. They're down eight and a quarter percent this morning. Ouch. I kind of get the feeling that maybe uh, the big guns like Geico noticed them and kind of answered the online question effectively, don't you? Uh, yeah, they probably did. You know, when you go up against giants like that, man, you've got to have some little niche that you're going to get that nobody else is really uh, catering to. I expect so. Resetting the table for the morning, it was, uh, well, almost a bloodbath yesterday on at least one of the exchanges. The Dow was off by 473 points by anybody's book. That was El Stinko. Standard & Poor's was down by 36, and the NASDAQ was down by 12, which is kind of funny, making NASDAQ the winner yesterday, for lack of a better term. After the inflation numbers and some interesting quarterly reports out of the stocks that are getting traded... What are we looking at this morning, 45 minutes early? 
Hey, they are off their low lows, but they are still red, Dave. We've got the Dow down four tenths of a percent, like $134. The uh, S&P 500 is down uh, almost seven tenths of a percent. That's $27. You got the NASDAQ down 1.2% over $160. So everything's looking red. Uh, silver's down a third of a percent. Gold's up a little over a tenth of a percent. Crude oil is making a comeback big time today, up to $66.12 a barrel. That's up a 1.2%. Uh, I'm not surprised by that, given the pipeline situation. Supply issues got to drive some of that. World markets overseas, the Asian rim market mostly kind of looked at us as a zero-sum game. We took a bath. They went up overnight last night. Europe is kind of following suit with us. They're off by a bit, but nowhere near as much as we are. Philip, the ups and the downs get determined by the stocks that we buy, but they also get determined by uh, what happens in the economy. Sometimes being prepared by minimizing one's risks makes good sense. How do I find you to make sure that happens on my retirement portfolio? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Uh, check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. All righty, get back here again tomorrow morning about the same time on light. Philip, thank you so much. You have a good day for the rest of it, all right? All right, man, you too. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. From hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, tune in every day. Uh, we've got the market updates for you right here. What's happening, not just in the markets, but the economic things that can impact you and me on a daily, weekly basis. Hey, if you like what we're doing, please uh, turn, turn us on to your friends, your neighbors, your family, and... Uh, Catch us again in the morning. Appreciate you. Take care. Bye now.